What's up, Owl Nation? It's Friday, March 12th. It's the Owl or Nothing podcast. Jay Triano joined today by Ken Sweeten. Ken, how are you today? Doing great, JT. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Um, things are looking up. Got a softball game Sunday. Got some nice weather coming up. Very excited. Gorgeous end of the week. Gorgeous weekend. We got sports back finally. I know. Fired up. I am really fired up right now. I've been running around, getting everything ready to go. And I can't be any happier. This is this is my passion. How many meetings do you think we sat in at the end of we went, God, we got to get sports back? Yeah, a lot of meetings. It's been a long year, and I'm just, it, we're finally here. Yeah. If I want to get out on the field, I want to get out there and watch a game. Yeah. Yeah, because to me, that's what it's about. You know, these student athletes train day in and day out to play these games, matches. I can't, I can't wait. That's why we're here, too, you know? Yeah. Like, we, we've got to get the kids on the field and get them competing and give them a great experience and celebrate with them yeah we got baseball softball got lacrosse coming up so everything's good right now a lot of positive stuff and um you know as the weather breaks too i don't know about yourself but i I like to go for some runs yeah so yeah yeah yeah. i got i got the dog outside every day now there you go go on the walks walking walking the dog you know my, my daughter's been coming along lately last few days has been good it's been nice so I wanted to kind of segue with the running into our two guests today. Uh, we have Christina Gubetta and Emily Norica from the cross country and track team. So welcome. How how are you girls doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. It's a great segue, by the way. Was that an all right segue? That was a great segue. Did you did you think it was an okay segue? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I actually trained this morning. Did either of you train this morning? Did you train yet? Yeah, yeah we, we did. did. What was the workout today? It was three to four by 1,600. Okay. Mm-hmm. Are those more sprints? Were you sprinting, or is that more a long distance? It was a long yeah. distance workout. Nice. Were you able to go outside and do it? Yeah, yeah. which was really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When, when did you get outside for the first time? Was it last week? or Today. Today, yeah. Today was the first time? Yeah. That must have been amazing. Yeah. Just to get out there, <laughs> the wind in your face, and mm-hmm. grind. <laughs> yeah, I ran today. I ran on a treadmill, though. Mm. Oh. What do you think about treadmill workouts? I hate them. <laughs> They're a lot do you? <laughs> so my theory on the treadmill, it definitely, I mean, you're inside, so that's a bummer. But I feel like you can control your pace. Do you feel like that? that's true? Like, are you just, you hate them? That's true. You can't control your pace. It's just like, for me, it's harder to breathe. Okay. What do you think? Just from being inside or? Yeah. Yeah. Mostly. Sometimes when it's cold, I cannot breathe when I'm running outside. Mm. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard, right? Yeah. I almost feel like I, I have an exercise-induced asthma in the cold. <laughs> Seriously. We were talking before you came in, JT, and uh, they were saying Coach Nil and, and Coach Stoll's got him out there at 6 a.m. most some days, between <laughs> 6 and 8 every day. I respect it. Rise and grind. Mm-hmm. That's it. I like it. I like it. So when you have a 6 a.m. workout, what time do you have to get up? Um, 5 a.m.? Probably like 5, yeah. and I'll get here around like 5.45 just to be early and ready to go. So for those morning workouts, do you have to do you have to eat breakfast or like because some people I feel like can't run if they're too full or do you do you have like a regimen you do before the six a.m. I like to eat something, but okay. just because a little dramatic, I feel like I'm gonna <laughs> die if I don't. No, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But. I think like everyone's different. Like I eat breakfast before too, but I know some people don't because they'll feel sick when they run. Mm-hmm. So what do you have like a light? Like, what do, you, what do you normally have for breakfast? I'll probably just have, like, a protein bar, just a regular granola bar, something small. Something yes. light, right? Mm-hmm. Same thing. Same. I think it's something a lot of people don't don't understand about 
college student athletes or the hours that they actually put in. So, you know, yeah. I think most people get up and they, and they think, you know, that it's a nine, everything's a nine to five. Everybody looks at it as a nine to five. And yeah, they compete on the weekends, but a lot of people don't realize how regular, how normal it is to be up before the sun mm-hmm. and yeah. training and fitting in a meal every once in a while. Well, and go to class too mm-hmm. and try to study to get good grades and <laughs> maybe be social with your friends. It's a lot now responsibly social, yeah. but you know, have a life outside of all that work. And you know, it always amazes me that, that the, the ones who really excel know great time management and, and do great on, uh, on, on the course, on, on the cross country course and the track and, uh, and in the classroom. It's not easy. I get it. No. And I mean, you, you kind of have to get to bed early too. Mm-hmm. Working out that early, you need to get your, your sleep too. Um, so what are you both studying here at Southern? I'm studying elementary and special ed. Nice. So you want to be a teacher? Yeah. Cool. Um, exercise science, human performance. Awesome. What do you want? Do you have a passion that you want to do with that? Um, I'm not 100% sure yet. So. You got time to figure it out. I know. <laughs> you got time. So who, who's been the favorite, you know, professor or class that you've, you've enjoyed so far? It'd probably be for me this semester, my SED 435 class um, with Professor Wade, because we're teaching kids how to read. And I just, I never realized how, like, um, how many components there are to teaching kids how to read. So that's kind of cool. You're doing all that virtually. Yeah, which so is really That's, that's yeah, an what's, added what's component the, right what's there. What's the challenge there? Like, how, how much harder is it to do that? Um, definitely, like, because kid, some kids need to see the person like form the word and wearing masks can definitely it definitely hinders it but I mean there's other ways besides it I know um my professor has like a uh I think it's like a protector it's a clear protector so the kid can see her talking so okay so is it a type of thing where like your professor will, will have you or whoever you're, you're shadowing the teacher will like this is how you teach kids how to read mm-hmm. normally But we can't do that, so you're going to learn another way because we're in a pandemic and you have to do it over video conference. Like, it's just another layer to the whole thing. Yeah, definitely. Challenge. The challenges of... No, I know. Yeah. How about you, Emily? Um, Mine would be my Math 112 professor, Professor Raymond. He was just... He was funny. He made the class fun. So, like, I don't know. I love that. Yeah. Make it fun, right? Mm Mm-hmm. What what kind of math were you learning in that? Math's tough. It was just... I think it was just regular, just basic math. Okay. It was easy. <laughs> How has it been through the pandemic, like it, learning online? It's hard. I'm more of a visual learner. I need to be hands-on with what I'm doing. So, like, especially with, like, my anatomy lab was online last semester, which sucked because <laughs> what am I, I'm I know, looking right? at yeah. diagrams, and then we take a test, and it's like, what is this? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, right. So how was the recruitment process, you know, coming to Southern, and, and why did you ultimately choose SESU? I really liked the team because you could tell they were all really close. And just, like, even before we came to Southern, like, I met a few of the gr- other girls who were coming in, so I really liked that. Well, actually, I met Coach Stoll my sophomore year of high school at a running camp. Okay. So she gave me her Southern Connecticut, like, information card or whatever it is. I had that saved until, like, senior year, and... I wanted to be a teacher at first, so I wanted to come to Southern for education purposes mm-hmm. wise, but I don't know. Yeah, the team really, they made me feel welcome and included like right away from my overnight visit. Awesome. How's it been running for Coach Dole? Pretty good. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Nice. So let's talk about, you talk about the team and 
I, I got to ask you, tell us about the Alpha Owls. Like, what's the mentality around the Alpha Owls? Mm, I definitely say, like, being tough. Like, Stoll and Nell are always telling us, like, to be aggressive. Even yeah. though, like, it's hard to think, like, with running to be aggressive. But just having that mentality yeah. can definitely help you in a race. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't understand about the sport of cross country is how much of a team sport it actually is. You know, yeah, the, the, the grouping that you have to have in, in, in your positioning on the course. Mm-hmm. Talk about that a little bit. Like, what are, what are, what's, like, your role on an average race, a cross-country race? Well, so they count the top five finishers as the, um, the score. So you want to have the lowest score for mm-hmm. when they're counting points and stuff. So, obviously, I don't know. You have to... It has to be, like, spacing-wise, but everyone has to be a lower place. I don't know how to explain it very well, but... Sure. Yeah, like, definitely, it, like, on the surface, it looks like it's just you racing, but it really does come down to the team. Mm-hmm. Right, and that has a lot to do with training and everything, staying within a group and getting the same same yeah. pacing, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love the training sessions. Y'all just go on your long run. <laughs> like, it seems like it's a good time. I mean, running could be challenging long distance yeah do you two normally run together are you in the same kind of like time groupings or we're in a different like event yeah okay so for yeah for cross country we'll we'll train together for most of this stuff but once we hit track like christina's a 3k 5k 10k runner and i'm a miler so we have different times we work out and everything besides our tempo days like today but do you guys do interval and like hit training too as well like sprints at all for for your training too you do all that right Yeah. yeah Okay, cool. When I was here on my first uh, installment in Southern Connecticut years ago, I worked here as a UA, uh, 2001-02 and 03 And I was sitting, I, I was doing a season preview or something with the coaches at that time, Jack Maloney and Will Wright. And I made a comment, and this is just a stupid kid out of college who had no <laughs> idea what he was talking about. I, I knew major sports, but I've learned. I've been a little, grown, grown a little bit. And I said, how hard is it really to, to coach track? <laughs> you know, I was like, you just tell them to run as fast as they can and turn left. <laughs> 22-year-old kid, obviously, got quite a talking to that day from from, from two Hall of Fame coaches in, in, in you know, uh, Jack Maloney and Will Wright, who's who's a, a legend in Southern Connecticut in, in the sport of running. So it always, everywhere I've, I've gone, I've tried to learn more about the sports. Very interesting. And, mm-hmm. and it's just more than running as fast as you can and turning left, <laughs> which is a very simplest way to put it. Stupid, <laughs> stupid thing to say. So how many miles do you do you run a week? Do you, like, have an average that you – you try to try to get to every week, or it all depends on the training and what the coach is asking you to do? It does depend on the training, really, but for cross-country, I'd say we run about, like, 50, 55 miles a week. But pretty, That's I think impressive. it's pretty much the same for track, maybe a little bit less for me, especially, not really, not really yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> for me, it's about the same. Okay. Have you had any injuries you had to deal with your time here at Southern, or...? Mm-mm. Not yet. No, I think because we're lifting. <laughs> There's a lot of strength training that we've been doing, especially since I've come here. Like, I got injured a lot in high school. Mm-hmm. So, we didn't lift or anything or do a lot of strength and conditioning stuff. So, you think that's helped a lot? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. How about recovery? Is there a day where you do not do anything? Or are you seven days a week? Like, you know, obviously you have your off day. Mm-hmm. But, like, it, on your off day, are you still stretching? Or are you still maybe doing a little run on your own? Or do you take a day to just recover? Sundays he gives us the option to we can do a run or we can do 30 minutes of cross train. So it's I prefer the cross train really, but Okay. Yeah, definitely. What does the cross train entail? Um 
like biking. Um, I go to the gym and I'll do like something easy there, but yeah, something easy. I like biking too. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. Get out there. Do you do a bike inside or do you take a bike ride? Uh, I don't have a bike myself, but if I did, I would, I'd go outside and do it. Nice. Nice. So this is kind of a a different question. How do you know when you need to get new running shoes? <laughs> like, is it something where you get like one on a season or, cause I mean, that's the most important part of running is your feet uh, taking care of your feet, right? Yeah. I'd say like, well, for me, I usually do like depending on the season and when I got them last, or if you hit like a certain mileage after a while, you just get new. You kind of can just feel it yeah. too, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You guys, are those your running shoes? You got the new balance on. Yeah. Bad radio right here. No one can see, but <laughs> nice. You guys finally have a schedule. I know. Season's coming soon. Mm-hmm. You, you can't see it. I mean, Chris, Christine is like, <laughs> like be, the two of them are just smiling ear to ear. They're, they're, they, they can't, they can't. Uh, how excited are you to finally get back? Uh, it, it feels so good. Like finally, like all the like training is going to pay off and like just through everything. It feels really good. Yeah. You, you lost your season last year. Um, you know, you got down to, uh, got into um, uh, the, the summer and coming back in the fall. And then that was taken away pretty close to the, the, you know, the start of the year. It, it's just frustrating to lose the cross country season. But, you know, now we're, now we're here. We're, we're close. Mm-hmm. You, you guys open up on the 27th at, at UConn. I know. That's it's awesome. exciting. <laughs> was, is there been a teammate? that's like pushed you or helped you along this journey that you want to shout out, shout out? I would probably shout out Meg Delaney because she, so freshman year, I didn't really try as much as I should have. I wasn't, I don't know. I wasn't that as good, but she noticed that I wouldn't be tired after my workouts and everything. And she'd be like, Em, you got to like start trying. Like you're not tired. Like I am like really got to use your full potential. And even Neil like said something to me as well. So she kind of like, brought out the potential that I had and I got better after that you kind of put in that extra gear yeah how about you Christine yeah definitely Meg and like all the girls really because like they really keep you in check and like even just motivating you through like this whole pandemic Mm -hmm. saying like you know there's there's something brighter on the other side and just keep pushing yourself so I'm super thankful for them yeah how would your approach to that role is it is it is it like is it just is it given that you're all going to hold yourself accountable, or, or do you do you go every day and you you have to kind of have to because you you're 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 you've been here now for for a few years and now you look at it and you go and practice and if you see somebody slacking, do you call them out? Do you talk to your coach? Mm, yeah, definitely. I'd say like we would talk to them and definitely like just pushing because everyone has their days and some p- days are better than others. So mm-hmm. like just have having that extra push like definitely helps. I don't know what I'd do without it. Yeah. Have either of you set individual goals for yourself for the season? Not really Not this yet, season, no. but okay. other seasons, yeah. Okay. It's been a crazy year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have any pre-meet rituals that you do? Is there any superstition? Like, how do you get ready for a meet? I feel like I like I like being with this team and the team to motivate me, but at the same time, I'd rather, like, be in my own, like, kind of bubble and get yeah. in my head and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely pray that, like, the run goes well and <laughs> don't pass out. But, yeah, definitely just, like, keeping a routine mm-hmm. for sure. What's the strangest thing you've ever seen during a cross-country <laughs> race? Because I can imagine oh, that, you know. Question. I could imagine that, you know, like, there's had to have been something when you're out on the course that you're like, wow, that's that's strange. 
Um, I know for me in high school, um, we would have like a pre-league scrimmage in the beginning of the year. And there was always like, I forgot what team it was, but there would always be this one kid in the boys team who would like sprint the first, like, he would the, just like literally the, cause it was in an opening field and he'd sprint until he hit the trail. And it's just like, why would you do that? Yeah. <laughs> not, not a good strategy. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. <laughs> How about um, you, Emily? Um... I don't think anything weird I've seen, but this girl freshman year at our regional meet, she would, I would pass her, and then she'd sprint tor- back towards me, but then she'd slow down, and I was like, what are you doing? You're just letting me pass you, and then you pass me, and it's just like an on-off thing. I was like, Maybe she was playing a mental game. I know, probably. <laughs> I, so you've never seen like an animal or anything like a deer in the woods? I have on our tempos. Some on Mountain deer? Road, yeah. Okay. Kind of. I'm like, oh, what is that? They were like, <laughs> <laughs> What's the greatest piece of advice you would give to a, a young runner? Probably just to, like, relax and have confidence in yourself. And, like, as time comes, like, you'll get better. Like, you don't have to do everything all at once. So just take your time. Trust the process. Yeah, sure. trust the process, really. Isn't that a great saying? <laughs> just trust the process. Bring your lunch pail to work every day and just trust the process. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> Covers a lot. You know, you just kind of keep working. Yeah. Keep working and you'll get there. What do you like most about uh, Southern Connecticut overall? Is it, it can be something minimal, it can be something something big, big picture. But like, what's what's made you like say, I really like this place, I'm glad I'm here. I like that it's like, it's a div- I like that it's a diverse school. Like, there's not just like, I don't know how to explain it, like. Yeah, everything's different. Everyone, I don't know. Everyone's very nice. Like no one's like, I don't, I don't know. No, I agree with you. I mean, when I when I came here, it was very diverse, mm-hmm. and I I love my experience here as well. Yeah, definitely. And it's like it's kind of a small school, so like you'll see like people you know walking by, so it never feels like you're alone. Yeah. I got to hear a great story about one of your coaches. Pick pick any like anything. Like a really cool story where it's either inspiring or it's kind of funny or <laughs> something something memorable about any one of your coaches. I feel like it has to be about Nil because he's weird. <laughs> 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 um, it's not really a story; it's just funny. But like last year, we were in the weight room, and like he'll get like, give us the lift sheet. Like we know what we're gonna do. Like. He was just sitting in the corner playing Mario Kart or something. Yeah. <laughs> he was oh, like, yeah. he was just playing it, like getting frustrated at the game. I was like, what? <laughs> Wait, was he pretending that he was playing Mario no, Kart? He, he was, was literally playing. He was playing it on his phone, yeah. Oh, on his phone. I'm thinking like he had it on an N64 set up <laughs> on the TV and there. He's like, yeah, good left. <laughs> That's funny. That's a good one. Yeah, that has to be the best one. <laughs> <laughs> That is awesome. Who's your Who's your funniest teammate? Mm, um, I think it's you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like I'm pretty funny. <laughs> That's a great compliment. <laughs> Thanks, Christina. How, you're gonna go with yourself though. Yeah, I guess I, I like that. That's awesome. That's great. <laughs> I like. That. If you are, then you are. Why do you know? Yeah, don't deny it. Are we ready for the lightning round, Ken? Oh yes. We're ready to I rock. Think we're ready to go. All right, so we're going to do a little lightning round, rapid-fire questions. So I'm going to ask a question, kind of the first thing that pops in your mind. We'll go Emily, and then you can answer Christina. Okay. Favorite movie? No. Secret Life of Pets 2. Wow, the sequel. (laughs) The sequel. You normally don't get a sequel. 
That's a good one, though. I've never seen it. <laughs> That's the one on the farm, right? They go to the farm with, is that, is that the one of them? No, it's these, like, pets in a hotel or something. I don't even know. <laughs> I think I'm thinking of a different movie. <laughs> Ken, I mean, I, this is up your wheelhouse. I'm really watching all the kids, <laughs> kids be, movies now. In the last five years, I've become an expert <laughs> on kids' movies. <laughs> How about you, Christina? Favorite movie? Oh, uh, probably Toy Story. <laughs> now, that is a classic. Classic. <laughs> Good. That's one of the best Pixar films of all time. Mm, uh, favorite TV show? Vampire Diaries. Never seen that one. I think we've had that answer before. I though. believe so, right? It sounds familiar. It might be the second or third time. Probably. I don't think I have a favorite TV show. I don't watch that much TV. <laughs> yeah, because you're training, <laughs> you're studying, you're focused. I respect that. Do you have an athlete that inspired you growing up? Um... Not growing up, but right now, probably be Taylor Ewart. She goes to University of Arcan Arkansas, I think. Yeah. Okay. For me, it was Bria Hartley. She played on the UConn women's basketball team, and she was always like really dedicated. And you could tell, and she's just she was awesome. <laughs> Did she win a lot of rings? I'm sure. Right? Oh yeah. I Did think she get four? I think so. Yeah. Great program up there. <laughs> um, what's one thing off your bucket list that you haven't done yet? Mm. <laughs> I want to go to the Grand Canyon. So do I. Yeah. I think I need to make it happen this summer. I was supposed to go last summer. You were? Mm-hmm. Were you going to see the North or the South Rim? Uh, I'm not sure. Probably the South Rim. Yeah. The North Rim is it's pretty, f it's it's far, it's, it's, it's far. So if you go to the South Rim, I think you have to drive like four or five hours to get to the North Rim. Mm. But I want to go see a lot of the national parks too. I want to yeah. go see Zion, Bryce. Yosemite. Yes. Yellowstone. Yeah. Grand I'm Canyon was was to definitely uh, top five most jaw dropping places I've I've been to, like unbelievably gorgeous. And then and then you just sit there and go, this is real, right? <laughs> like this is it because because you it's so big it looks yeah. like a painting almost. Yep. It's just massive. It looks almost fake, right? Right, exactly. Yeah, I gotta get there. How about you, Christina? I think for me it'd be to go to Rome. Rome. <laughs> I want to get there too. Rome is Rome is pretty cool. I've been to Rome as well. You've been to Rome too. Um, yeah, no, it's 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 cool. You kind of walk around and you realize how young the United States is because compared to the, to the rest of the world and how these artifact you're walking on artifacts and everything. It's just very historical face. Really place, really cool just to, to take in. It's it's a little city with like ruins built up between like buildings and everything. It's pretty cool. If you could have one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Sushi. Sushi. That's a good answer. I like sushi. I think tacos. <laughs> Another good answer. What's <laughs> a win-win situation. What's your sushi order? Well, I don't like fish, but I get a shrimp tempura roll. All right. But I like, shrimp I don't know. Shrimp tempura roll, that's probably the best roll. Mm-hmm. A little deep fried action. <laughs> <laughs> if you could be one animal, what would it be? Mm-hmm. A fox. Nice. How about you, Christina? I think I'd be a bunny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got a special cross-country rapid-fire question coming here. If you can go on a run with one person, dead or alive, who would it be? You can pick anybody. Go on a, a conversational pace, obviously, so you can maybe have a conversation. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> She is like, funny. Like, 
<laughs> like I'd rather go by myself, but at the That's same funny. time, like you, you can't you can't see it, but she made a face and said, "I don't know." Like like the answer hit her though. Like like she had the answer. I don't know. Like oh, it's got to be this part. But it, the, the face that she made was was exactly. I have no idea. <laughs> How about you, Christina? Um, I think I I could never keep up to him, but definitely Prefontaine, just because like. <laughs> well, you could be like, "Hey, keep up with me. We'll have a conversational pace. You got to pick pick their mind." Um, this is where I, the original question that I always ask everybody: You're having a dinner party. You invite four people that are alive. Who would it be? Can I say you guys? <laughs> you can say that. That'd be a first. That's That'd a be a first. Answer. That's four people. Well, well, yeah, but oh, you three, need one more. Three? So okay, okay. think of someone else. Then we can invite Nil. There you oh. go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll invite Nil. We'll play some Mario Kart. Sounds good. How about you, Christina? Yeah, I don't think I can top that. <laughs> All right. Cool. There you go. Where are we going to dinner? Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll have to think about it. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, thank you so much, Christine and Emily, for joining us today. You're welcome. Al or Nothing Podcast. We are out. Rate, subscribe, review. <laughs> Have a great weekend, everybody.